Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And that is just a sample of the kind of um, foundation-shattering experience that if you're a member of the musical community, you will have when you listen to Andy and Al revolutionise music, our um, (laughs) Patreon-only exclusive episodes. Oh, that's right. We're three episodes deep and we are (laughs) two people who don't know much about music are (laughs) attempting to revolutionise it from the inside. Not like standing well, above it and then just turning it with their hand. No, 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 no. <gasps> but it's like but, any revolution, Alistair. Yeah. It's not the elites who who lead it. No. You know, it's the it's the downtrodden. That's right. Well it's, it's because the, the, the elites they benefit from the status quo. Exactly. Particularly the members of the band status quo. Yeah, that's right. Who yeah. <laughs> they benefit from being in a band called themselves. <laughs> but yeah, we're we are um we're Writing music on that podcast, and uh, as, as people music. who listen to the regular podcast, <laughs> people who listen to the regular podcast, you're no doubt after 337 episodes craving uh, a, 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 a place where we can do that exclusively, do what we do so yeah. well. I mean, we're and, writing um, music yeah. in the same way that we are writing sketches in this in this show. Well. Almost, Alistair. Yeah. Although at our, on our most recent episode, I had actually written some oh, yeah. some lyrics in advance, oh, yes. and I forgot so. that I was at the time because you had done that. I had to make it seem like I had prepared something, <laughs> and so <laughs> yeah, I, I did notice that. <laughs> I I did. That was how you were playing it. I did have to. Uh, I did have to. Uh, you know, in order to not let my 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 uh you know lie shine through i did have to improvise mm. very convincingly like i was reading off a sheet i had to add, mm, add that level yeah. that level to it um i mean it's an it's a it's a it's a brave thing to do to tell the audience i'm prepared for this yeah i've 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 worked up to this this is what i'm capable of when i've been working in advance yeah well um I know, but but I, I, that's why I've I've made my life, you know, a series of sort of shit pieces of work, and after shit pieces of work, that way, mm. I'm always ready for that scenario where I can just make something <laughs> equally as good in the moment. <laughs> now, Alistair, at the moment, I mean, we're we're living our best comedy lifestyles at the moment, right? I'm writing full time jokes for a thing. Yeah, you are touring. On, on the road as a road comedian on the comedy the comedy festival road show i have yeah. i have i've been to i've done two gigs i've done one in a horsham which is really great because it was like 450 people and i did colac i'm doing i'm in regional victoria for the next week mm. and uh yeah it's it's a you know it's it's a tough uh, it's, a, it's a real tough gig you know being away from the family and having to sleep really well <laughs> Being forced to sleep. Uh, yeah. 
they make you on this thing. And it's actually a very militant kind of organization, the comedy festival. They're like, you better sleep all night. <laughs> they don't know. Well, they, it's implied. They never say it. And say, but yeah. they said, don't let any small kids wake you up throughout the night. And so I've, I've had to mm. stick to that. Oh, I just yeah, turned on a light. Um, I'm in a motel right now. I just turned on a motel light. Mm. And how'd it go? Yeah, it's really bright. I think they're, oh, they're wow. kind of like down lights, but they're put into fixtures. It's crazy. Down lights put into fixtures. You know what I mean? Like into yeah. like a thing that sticks out. Like it's it, like it's still shining down, but most lights kind of do. <laughs> Mm, yeah, I, I I agree. I think most lights are, are probably down lights. Mm. And then some people came along and started calling their lights down lights yeah. and it forced the rest of the industry. Everyone else just accepted that, you know. Well, they framed the debate so well, yeah. you know. They named their product as down lights and then suddenly everyone's like, oh, what are we then? Yeah, well, I guess we'll like, be all oh, omni, we'll omnidirectional be lights. But really the, the original down lights are stars, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> and And the sun? Well, yeah, or, but I, I, I just, yeah, and I guess the sun is a star, but I, um, but I guess it's, it's, you know, it's because of the S at the end of down lights that excluded me from just saying the sun. Sure, sure, of course, of um, course. That little thing about ah, oh, the sun is a star. It's, it's one of the best things to get people on. Oh, man, you know, the it? little what's the closest star to the Earth, and they're like, ooh, uh, Proxima Centauri, and you're like. You idiot. You, you fuck. You stupid little God piece damn. of shit. You don't deserve <laughs> to live. How do you stay alive and dress yourself every day? It's like you get to the you get to the gates of heaven, and that's the only question that Saint Peter is asking there. Is it Saint Peter who's at the at the gates? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um the doorman. The doorman. Do you think he has one of those little lanyards and he's quite bulky in the upper body? Why do you picture Dorman being bulky in the upper body? Uh, well, he, he's, a, I guess, a bouncer in my... Oh, you're picturing a bouncer. My, well, a doorman and a bouncer, yeah. I think, are often quite distinct from each other. Completely different. different there's a class, like Different there's evolutionary a class niches, you know. They're, they've you know, got completely different body types. They feast on different types of bugs that yeah. you get from different think, parts of the canopy. I think you tend to picture a bouncer being sort of really built up, kind of like, you know, a big guy... Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's sort of like, you know, a kind of a, a rugby player or like, you know, like a heavyweight. Whereas mm-hmm. I suppose uh, your, most of your doorman, you know, they probably still have to offer security. Mm. But they're but kind it's of... more of the verbal kind. Yeah, or they're lean like a Are Sha- you allowed to be in here? They're lean like a Shaolin master. Mm-hmm, sure. You know, they don't... I mean, they could be uh, like, you know... Uh, a sort of a real world example of Pokemon evolutionary things, you know, like you, you, one is, I imagine a doorman evolves into a bouncer. Really? So I would have, I would have put the the bouncer below, but I, I can see in terms of the Pokemon, you would go from, yeah. you tend to go from small to big. Mm, yeah, that's all I was thinking. But Im- but imagine a Pokemon that goes from big to small. I mean, this is, you could be revolutionizing uh, Pokemon <laughs> with this. <laughs> I yeah, mean, you know, I, I could. I mean, there's a, there's a few mon heads out there right now. <laughs> mm, um, Moniacs. yeah, Moniacs. the Pokemoniacs, uh, who are who are absolutely yelling, yelling at the mm. their ear at their earpieces, their their headphones, which is difficult mm. to do because you know the the mouth is sort of like the down the downlight of the sound mm. world, and, and and but it's like more the horizontal light and the horizontal sound. Mm. <laughs> um, 
And so to get it around to the, your own <laughs> ear is is hard to get that to yell at your own ear. Um, it's hard, but they are doing it. They are standing in a corner and allowing it to bounce back, or standing in the at the front yeah. of a satellite dish, you know, something yeah. like that, and really standing in that focal point and letting it all bounce in there so that they can yell at us. Really, so it's, I mean, mm. really, it's a it's a symbolic way of yelling at us so that they can tell us. Well, well actually, there's this one. Um, mm, sure. Um, do you think um, that there's a yeah, sketch idea in this? I know this is not much, <laughs> but you know. We're... Well, I, I think a uh, basically a, a a a a set of headphones, right, that allow you to listen to things, but they also, I guess, have a little microphone that you can yell into mm. to feel like you are. Um, you're interacting or you're having your voice heard. Yeah, and you could just um, laugh along, especially with them. Yeah, yeah, that's nice as well. And then, but then what happens, right? It does, uh, do those, do, does, does your listening commentary track, I guess it is, it's your, your audience track, does that then get played back to the people who made the podcast? Does it get sort of processed? Does the energy that's generated by your voice get used to, I don't know, make some sort of compressed paper firewood um, so that it's not completely wasted? I mean, I suppose you could always upload it yourself, you know, like, as I mean, people do that on like, you know, TikTok and stuff like that, where they duet with other people's mm, TikToks, sure. you know, and they might even <laughs> sing along or something like that. But to add your own commentary, sort of yeah, like a director's commentary, nice. but a listener's commentary. Mm. And people can be like, like you know, you know, if you listen to a podcast a couple of times, you can go, mm. "Oh, I love this bit." <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah, and you know, a lot of people say that listening to a podcast is like listening to a conversation with friends. Well, this will be like listening to a friend listen to a conversation with friends with their friends, and, yeah. with their friends, and that's nice too. Yeah, um, I don't know if anyone um, says that about our our podcast, particularly because our vibe is so often much more like that of enemies. That's right. It's like listening to a couple of enemies. <laughs> um, the podcast... There are no, there are no podcasts... Um, look, there probably are some, but a podcast where it's just enemies, just enemies chatting, right? Yeah, just, but good enemies. You know, I mean, I, I guess a lot of people in, 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 in comedy... And in, or in TV, probably do secretly hate the people that they're forced to work with. But this is where we go out and we find people who have a natural hate, hateful, naturally hateful chemistry. I do and know. Then we, I didn't know of two people in the in the Australian scene who do a podcast together who are both like, who both independently say of the other person, "I wish I didn't have to do this with this person anymore." <laughs> really? Yeah. I really, really want to know. I really want to know what that is, Alistair, and I'm going to make you tell me off the podcast. Yeah. And then when you say it's us, I'm going to feel great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it'll be it'll be fun to. It's a fun way of of revealing it to you, Andy. Yeah. Uh, no, it is. It's really exciting. Um, before, uh, before, but look, look, look. Our idea about Pokemon, uh, doormen evolving into bouncers, or possibly the other way around. Is there a little thing in that? Yeah. Is there anything I mean, in that at all? It feels all? like there should be a third evolution. Sure, of course there is. Yeah, yeah. Sure, of course, of course there should be. Because I'm always disappointed by any Pokemon that only evolve. Maybe once. they evolve into a door in the end. Oh, you think so? Yeah, that could be good. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, a door. Let's see. What? What's another thing where you stand in front of a door? Um, a pot plant. One of those pot plants, or maybe a velvet rope. Hmm. Um, 
Or maybe they, that awning, that sort of little I mean, I sort guess, of uh, I guess semicircular you, awning. I guess you could start originally as mm. as a person who is just incidentally blocking an, uh, like a fire exit. <laughs> You're just in the way. Yeah, and then eventually yeah. you evolve and then you become the bouncer who then says, you mm. can't stand here, mate. Like mm. that. You're blocking yeah, a fire, right. that's it. And then, and then you evolve into the doorman. Yeah, that's nice. Perfect. Um, right. Pokemon rules for door individuals. Alistair, something that's something that we can both be proud of. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Andy, uh, for, a, for a guy who's never se- for a guy who's never seen any Pokemon, I sure do try and make a lot of fucking Pokemon references. Oh, mate, everybody's writing in t- talking about it. Andy's making a lot of Pokemon references. You know what I've noticed about some of these. Uh, sound sound waves that you know like appear on your on your um, yeah. reaper when you when yeah. you when you're talking. It's another thing that we love to talk about. I know, but is that when you say things because there's that there's mm. the symmetry basically. Um, mm. It always looks like mountains at the end of a lake, and you can see the reflection mm. of you know of them in the in the very still lake. It's really nice. You know what that tells me? What? That each mountain is a waveform, is a potential waveform oh. waiting to be to be played, Do you to be listen, decoded. You want to listen to the Himalayas? I mean, the hills are alive with the sound of music. Well, I know, but, but we don't know. They, they could be also playing a podcast. They, they could be anything. They could be just chatting, podcast style. Imagine if a lake, if a planet, lake mountain to lake. If planets were a way for the gods to cu- communicate with the living and they've they've shaped it, and their message changes over time. Mm. But there's well, just... we did talk on an episode about because um, the Earth is basically a sort of rotating disc in that way, like yeah. a like a record, and using a big needle in the sky yeah. to play the hills and valleys like oh, they are a sound thing. Yeah, and I, I still think that's pretty exciting. You'd need to drain off all the water, mm. but you know. Yeah, that would, we could do that. You think so? I mean, I think we're we're just doing it naturally. Yeah. We're going to just make the planet so hot that all the uh, water is going to be in the atmosphere soon. That's going to. I mean, that's what nobody tells you about um, these rising sea levels. That they're actually going to take care of themselves. They're actually eventually going to rise so much that they'll be just in the air. Just in the air. But just going to be know, just so humidity. humid. Mm, sure. But then maybe we can I mean, all just crawl on the ground like you would in a fire to be under the smoke. Under the humidity? Yeah, just crawl under the humidity. <laughs> Don't you think? Like, I mean, there might be a point where it might be more livable just crawling, like commando crawling along the mm. ground. Mm, yeah, there might be a point. That'll be good. That'll be a good few months where there's just that brief sort of plateau in the rolling crises. Yeah. Well, where we, <laughs> we discovered we could actually get by just fine crawling around on the ground like bugs. Get by, we mean like not die. It's like... Yeah. If you stay, in, oh, yeah. if you stay in the shade on the cold concrete, it's actually pretty comfortable, or at least not not deathly hot. Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't say I was thriving. No, but thriving compared to the people who are writhing. Mm, I'd rather be uh, not writhing. Uh, no, rather not be if not, not writhing. If you're not writhing, if you're not writhing, you're thriving. That's what I always <laughs> right, say. Yeah. Over That's, here in the shade on the cold concrete. Well, is, I say cold. It's not. It's only relatively cold. 
This is Andy's. Relative to the concrete out there that's actually boiling, like literally turning to liquid. This is Andy's chronic pain podcast. If you're not writhing, you're thriving. That's what we say here <laughs> on Andy's chronic pain podcast. All you got to do is distract yourself. Now, mm. all right, it sucks when your spine constantly aches. But what about this? Mm. What if you pinch your arm? <laughs> yes, it's still pain, but it's not your chronic pain. And it takes your mind off of your chronic pain. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you treat that chronic pain like it's a bass note and then you, you riff on top of it with a little pain melody. What if you get somebody you're, to you're yell in your ear? Ah. <laughs> now, when somebody's <laughs> yelling within your ear, it's actually very difficult to focus on anything, including your own chronic pain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's probably something in that. Yeah. I mean, a podcast where it is just somebody sort of basically constantly sort of screaming and yelling um, oh. in distress and agony. This is the heavy metal of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Because it's like, you know, a lot of the time, you're like, you know, because like if you're trying to think about types of podcasts, you know, a conversational podcast, that's kind of like just pop music. Mm. Right. One oh, of, yeah. One of those, like you know, like a you know very well produced kind of like you know murder mystery or you know mm. or, or even thing. a radio lab. Yeah, radio lab. This is classical music. You know, somebody has composed this. You know, mm. uh, you know, just a, you know ASMR kind of you know shushery type things. Well, this is down tempo music. This mm. is you know this mm. is Hawaiian tropical relaxation music. Yeah, this is a new genre. We're calling it scream chat. Mm, yeah, you know? and and it's and it's most it's the same sorts of topics, but we scream them at you. <laughs> and 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 we're only adding the chat element just so that you've got more things to scream about. Oh sure, but everything is distressing. Everything that you, we hear <laughs> that distresses us. Well, no, I mean, that's the thing. It only sounds distressing because we're not familiar with the genre. Well, but at the moment, the yeah. The people who are aficionados. I mean, yeah, but I'm, I mean the people who are screaming, everything that they hear. It's a yes and kind of thing, right? Every mm. time you hear them say something, somebody else say something, you're saying, yes, that is distressing and... <laughs> mm. And you know what else I I hate? What? And struggle with. Ah, Yes. Mm. Or you know what else um, is causing me to writhe in absolute agony right now? Mm. What do you think of Satanists, Alistair? Yeah. How do you feel about them? I mean, look, I I like, I mean, there's this weird like Satanist aspect, which I think is like, it's almost kind of like an atheist sort of uh, anti-religion kind of thing, I think. Um, mm. But then I think there's probably other proper Satanists who believe in like cutting children and things like that and drinking their blood. Oh, yeah. So um, I, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if those ones really do really exist. Well, my friend, you know, and again, I don't know about the truth of this, but she said that she knew somebody who grew up in a cult where they did that kind of stuff. And so, oh, yeah, golly. and so I don't yeah, know right. enough about. You know, and look, and that that could be all bullshit. Almost any exciting piece of information is. <laughs> yeah. Anytime somebody tells you like an interesting fact about a like a family that once owned a snake, 
or yeah. you know somebody who bought this strange thing uh, uh bought a like a weird animal off the internet or a sculpture or something off the internet that turned to turned out to have something weird in it or or whatever yeah. you're like yeah well i mean that's a great that's a great thing that didn't happen yeah yeah because even like let's <laughs> let's have a show let's have a have a show called made up stories yeah right <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I've got to work out what the concept is a little bit yeah, more, yeah, yeah. right? But but it's I guess it's like spooky, scary, freaky story mm. kind of stuff. But the whole point is that these things didn't happen. Mm. Right? I think you're coming up with you've just sort of come up with the idea of fiction. No, I know, I know, <laughs> Alistair. But a lot of the time with fiction, they don't tell you, they don't, they don't spend much time hammering home the point that it didn't happen, right? <laughs> And so but, we basically we 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 front load every sentence yeah. with you know something like and it never actually occurred that x and, and <laughs> what she couldn't believe and wouldn't have been expected to because we're just making this up was that you know <laughs> that kind of thing cuz she's not real <laughs> she's not real she's not real <laughs> yeah yeah. So this is, you know, this is like Hamish and Andy's True Stories, popular Australian yeah. show where people tell crazy, interesting stories and then they dramatise them. This is that, but it's called made-up stories. Well, it's essentially like the placebo effect, that whole thing where they like, they tell, you know, they, they realise that even if they tell you that this is a sugar pill, mm. Um, mm. it still works. It still works. You know, you're taking it, yeah. you're taking it for this reason and then that effect still occurs. Um, mm. you know, because I mean, it'll almost become a pain in, in a way to listen to because then you're like, well, cause it is just like listening to fiction, but then with the mm. added annoying thing of somebody continuously going, this isn't real. <laughs> but I guess the point is that you, that still doesn't disrupt the illusion of the whole thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, I guess the point is that we wouldn't really make it and it's just a joke, but. <laughs> but, but if we did really make it, then maybe that would be the point as well. You know, it was just, 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 the, the, it'd just be a, like, I guess, like a sketch idea in some way. The, well, no, but I mean, like, it is, it's like, it's just something where you attempt to, you're, you're working as hard as you can to break the, uh, the illusion, the yeah. illusion, <laughs> and that you realize that you can't actually break it. Because you're still just you keep, telling a story, and so people just go, "Well, yeah. then, what happens next?" Yeah, you keep cutting to shots of the, the the camera crew and the the director and the writer and that sort of thing. And they're all. <laughs> I mean, I wonder how dramatic, like, what it would be like to make a movie and have the actors and have everybody working as hard as they possibly can, like on screen and also in the staging and that sort of thing, to make it make it convincing and emotionally real. But you can always like but you can always see a camera in shot well, or you can see a gaffer in the background there trying to hide behind a bush. Uh, you know, there's there's well, you, you, you make <laughs> sure that there's never it's never completely possible to believe it's real. Yeah, well, there's the movie Dogville by um, Lars von Trier, mm. where 
it is a real movie, but it's all shot on a soundstage with just lines on the ground to make buildings and stuff like that. Oh, shit. And so the whole thing is going like, despite despite the fact that it doesn't look in any way real, you still believe this thing. Mm. Oh, well, um, yeah, I guess that then. That We'll just make that. No, but that, but um, but my version would be a lot more expensive. Yeah, but because <laughs> we'd also have to make everything. Well, yeah, look but then, real. but you know, but if you just make it as a podcast, it's like Dogville, but as a podcast, right? <laughs> but and as so, a podcast. So, so you see now, so then he enters a house, but it's not really a house. It's actually just lines on the soundstage. But actually, it's not yeah. even that because it's just it's, a, it's just a I'm bit just of talking. Describing it to you, yeah. That's, I think that's very. You're trying funny. to double break it. I think let's do a um a you know a uh what what you call a radio play podcast. Yeah. But with that device. Andy, of... I would genuinely like to make a um radio play now. Oh, me too. No, right now. Let's start. Right now. Okay. <laughs> I know we're doing something, but Gavin, we can't buy another Hills Hoist. Ah, uh, mom. <laughs> <laughs> you know that they are my passion. Well, just take the clothes off the old one. But, Mum, it's All not right? about clothes for me. You know, it's the hills hoist that I like. I Gosh, like we're good. the mechanics <laughs> of drawing things, but I'm not actually interested in doing any laundry. This is just a pretend uh, sketch. This is a. Radio play. Neither of us are actually these characters. Look, this my voice is actually different. Now, Let's see how easily you, uh, my voice changes as well. My and mom, mom, uh, those hills hoises, but they could be anything. It could be lawnmowers or whatever that are my obsession. Mm. I'm just using mm. these to try to give the character some kind of obsession, something that you go under. Why is he like this? Mm, mm. And and if this was really happening, you'd be able to see it in front of your eyes. Yes. But notice how it's only a sound in your ears. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> now, we go back to the place that isn't real again, but we'll rebegin the thing. Now, Mom, kiss me on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And there we go. So uh, what you can't tell there is that actually when he said on the lips, they meant that they had one of those couches in the house that looks like That's right. lips. So when he said kiss me on the lips, yeah, he, was he just meant sitting on, sit he was, down onto those lips and then and, kiss me on the on the mouth and, and face. Kiss me on my mouth. Let me tongue you, The lip mum. bit of my mouth. Uh, what, a, what a pullback and reveal that would be. Oh. <laughs> um. You know, there. I mean, and there are there are things on the body that you can pull back and reveal. <laughs> there are, there are. I mean, there's one main one. Yeah, yeah. The lips you can pull back and reveal the teeth. The pull back and reveal the teeth, of course. And then I guess you can pull back your eyelids and reveal the entire world. I mean, would you That's say a real that this, pull back and reveal? Isn't you, it would, waking up? Would you say a smile is the nicest pull back and reveal? Mm, well, yeah, I guess if you've got good teeth. Yeah, right. 
you know. But if you've got um, if you've got sort of vampire fangs <laughs> or those teeth that some people have sharpened into points for one reason or another, and you don't think those are nice. You don't like those. I can't look. I don't think it's even about the pointiness of the teeth for me. It's just that when I look at them, all I can think about is the grinding away process and what that would feel like to experience. Yeah. Right? I just feel that scraping, grinding, reverberating feeling and the rubbing across nerves and everything that must occur of just grinding away the teeth like it's 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 so visceral just thinking about it right yeah. now. It's one of the most exper- awful experiences you can have. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, do you think you could go somewhere to get your just your teeth sharpened a little bit? Don't <laughs> I'm getting a teeth sharpening. I'm getting like I mean it's like getting them whitened. Yeah, I mean but I'm getting them sharpened. I would like this idea. Like I mean you could get them sharpened, but you you could get them sharpened by instead of getting them filed away. I mean, let's say that's mm. the first thing they ask you when you get in there. They go, "Now when you so you're getting a sharpening, do you want a filing or do you want some, you know, like some stuff added to them to make them sharper?" Sure. Cuz there's probably just something they could put on the bottom. That's essentially like a glue-on blade kind of thing. They could also um, sharpen them, but like not into points in that front direction like that, but just like, you know, shave a bit off the front, a bit off the back, and make them sharper at the, yeah. the you know, I'm thinking about uh, you know, your front teeth there at, at the bottom so that you really can chop into things. Do you think you could just use that, that metal rod that people use to sharpen knives? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I guess, but if it was like yeah. made out of ivory or something like that, it feels like it would just be more suited to teeth. I think, you know, maybe you just, when you go into the dentist, yeah. if you make the right kind of hand signal or you give them a little wink or whatever like that, maybe they'll probably just sharpen your teeth for you for free. They're not technically supposed to do it. So it's like the the cable guy thing where if you slip your cable guy, you know, mm. 50 bucks, he'll give you all the channels for free. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And so and so then it's like a you know this this I guess the sketch is um it's a guy who's got he's just developed an eye twitch and where where his mm. where his eyes go you know right right like like a right right wink and then a left left wink mm. and then a right wink and then it turns out and they're like oh like there's <laughs> like this dentist goes like that mm. and he goes what and then he starts going like that and he starts going what he goes, well, you just asked for the for the sharp tooth sharpening. Yeah, you know, I think that's really that's great. But I think it also, like in all sorts of different scenarios, it keeps happening. So not just at the dentist, but everywhere he goes, oh. people see him doing this special wink and then he gets some really weird <laughs> treatment <laughs> that nobody in their right minds would actually want. Like you go along to the to the bakery yeah. and if you do this wink, they'll spit into the bag just before they tie it up. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. yeah yeah or when you go to the doctor to get your prostate checked he actually mm. puts a sort of like a teflon coating on the inside of your like rectum so that everything yeah. just slides out real easy <laughs> real easy <Like> the- <laughs> too easy it's really hard to keep things in yeah that's yeah he goes i thought you wanted mm. the teflon coating you gave me the you gave me the triple wink you gave me the wink. You gave me the special wink. Who is the who is the group of society who's got themselves into this position of power where they want all these things, but they have such a bad idea of what is good? Yeah. That's the question. Well, I don't know, but they're probably people with money because I guess, yeah, I mean, 
It would just be interesting to know if there are any things that you can get from the dentist. Sort of like secret items on the menu at McDonald's or something. Exactly, yes. There's stuff that you can get that you don't know about. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I've heard in two separate places now. Well, actually, one from my friend and then one from a maybe a Law & Order show. That, like, my friend told me that when they were young, they their lung was underdeveloped. And so they had to take growth hormones because of it Mm. and because of that they got a big dick (laughs) right because it affects it affects your dick as well and then i was watching a some kind of law and order thing and it was some doctor who had died you know it was the death the person who died but they were like oh he knew he knew that there's a growth horn you can take growth hormones and it will make your dick bigger Right? Is that why he died? Is that why he was killed? Well, I think by, you know, the small was, dick I, industrial complex. No, I think he was involved with lots of women, you know, because of his, you know, and it might have just been like sex workers or something like that, and then that got him into trouble. Mm. He was in that dark world of, you know, maybe in this world it was dark. I don't know. Yeah, amazing, because I mean, there's so many emails that suggest. That they, sorts of things yeah. that will make your dick bigger. And it makes you think, but it's well, amazing to think that there actually is one. Yeah, and then I go, and, well, is it possible? Because it feels like it's something that's probably impossible. Sort of like, you know, curing certain ailments. You go, well, if it was possible, then all these billionaires would cure it, you know, on themselves yeah. or whatever, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's true, but, you know, the idea that there is just a thing and that you could just get it from, like, I don't know, people who do, like, you know, body bodybuilding or something like that. Mm, but mm. maybe there's negatives to it as well. Maybe it makes your heart bigger <laughs> or something. I mean, people people who do have different sorts of um, pituitary kind of things where like their growth is unconstrained like that, they very often end up with like their facial features get yeah. much more pronounced and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, um, and, but, and maybe there's a risk that people will also start getting tested for performance enhancing things in this, you know, in the sack. Exactly right. Yes, you know, and like, then let's say and then, let's say you have a great experience with a beloved of yours, and mm, the, and they're like, mm. "Oh, that was a tremendous experience. Thank you very much." And then mm. you shake hands and stuff. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, and then, and then, but then you know, several years later, they they you you get tested by the doping agency, <laughs> and um and they actually. You get all those orgasms stripped from your record. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. The, the orgasms that you've caused for other people, because it is kind of exactly right. Every orgasm that you get, you get like a purple heart or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, it looks like a purple heart. It's actually a penis gland or whatever. But yeah, yeah, okay, Alistair. Yeah, it's all wrong. <laughs> so it looks like the purple heart if you look at it from one direction, but you turn it around, you see it's actually the head of a penis. 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 Penasia. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, having orgasm. I'm just gonna write that down. Having orgasms stripped <laughs> from you due to doping. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, I'm not sure how they that would happen. Um, but I guess it it would have to be a very real and very official process. And um, yeah, I mean, you know, I think as automation. As automation takes over a lot of, you know, blue-collar jobs, a lot of people are going to need to work and we're going to need to just, I think, regulate more things in order to just keep people employed and busy. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe you would then have to call up all of your former lovers and inform them, right? There'd be this kind of process yeah. you've got to go through where you ring them one by one and explain to them that those uh, mm. pleasurable experiences that they experienced weren't um, were achieved under false pretenses That's and true, weren't yeah. actually real. Some kind of register, you reckon? Some kind of like, <laughs> yeah, like it could be like sex succeeders register you know because yeah, he's sure. like you know i suppose maybe maybe or fraud there, fraud oh, it, it could be? be fraud yeah yeah um it could you know it could also be that there could be like a um a national score scoreboard where mm. where every time you help somebody else achieve an orgasm uh mm. you get you, you get some points on the board <laughs> Oh, that's nice. And then you're able to sort of redeem them for discounts at different shops. And well, that sort I mean, of thing. I think I think there'll be social benefits because you know when you start dating somebody, they'll look up to see you know if you've if you've got any you know what your score is and things like. It'll be like you know when you decide to put your kid into school and you look at how they do on testing and things like that. <laughs> what about what about that? Like though, it is a bit you know, it's like sort of being a war veteran or something. So like when you are about to fly on an airplane, they let you board first and all the. That would be really nice, yeah. passengers have to applaud or something like that yeah I think, that's right they, they, maybe the captain uh captain comes on uh, and makes an announcement that says and i you know and a, and a special welcome to all our um you know our uh i mean it would make you applaud you know i think it would give the elderly another reason to be respected now you know i think mm, since they're sure. no longer the sort of you know, people don't go to them so much for you know all their knowledge since we've had the ability to you know write mm. down the written word and kind of the internet and stuff like that. Yeah, people don't go to them as much for like survival tips and you know which plants or you know don't kill you and things like that. Um, now we could do that, so we just have another reason to applaud them. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the opposite of um, slut shaming, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean it's slut applauding, slut applauding. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I did try to like um, try to uh, listen to that new Norm Macdonald special that's on Netflix, the one that he recorded right before going into some cancer treatment. But it's like recorded yeah, as that... like a Zoom gig, right. and he does have and... essentially a kind of slut applauding thing in it. But then very early on in the special, he mentions something about trans people, and I go, I went, oh god, and so then I just couldn't keep watching it. It was just so fucking yeah. lame. So yeah, that's a real shame. It's like a, it's like a like a a, a brain problem that old yeah. comedians get. They go, ah, oh, you know, in my day, oh, I used to call a fella a fella, and you go, oh my god, how like how basic surface stuff can you get in terms of like. Yeah. In time, you know, it's like oh, a little, a little note. You know, it's like just imagine that, especially in the like in your last special, like you know, it's your last mm. special, and you go on my way out. I just thought I should let everybody know I'm a fucking dumbass. Like I don't have any <laughs> original thoughts at all. Like you know, like what a what a shit little thing to like to put in yeah. there anyway. Um, yeah, no, I mean. Well. It actually makes me I've miss him less. Out Sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe that's the gift he wanted to give everybody. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's. Oh gosh, he was good. What a, I. I always heard heard he was very kind, and I wouldn't be at all surprised if that was. You know, he just wanted to make it a little easier on us. Yeah, it was very nice. I mean, I hate to think what what must what 
must be wrong with Ricky Gervais. <laughs> what, what terrible disease he must have yeah. if he's trying oh. to, to do this for us. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, maybe they are just trying to whittle down their audiences or something like that. Mm, uh, yeah, I can understand as a comedian feeling compelled to joke about something that you're told you're not allowed to joke about. But I can also, I can't really understand m- then using that compulsion to make the shittiest, most obvious jokes. Well, yeah, I mean, um, like, I have no problem. It's like, if you want to talk about trans things, like, if, like, if, if, if you, if you want to punch down, right, you gotta have something interesting to add to it. Like, n- like everybody's knows the bit where you go, but don't, but normally guys have penises and normally women have vaginas. And you go, well, yeah, yeah, we all know that bit. That's what finding out what trans people are. Like, um, but you didn't you didn't add anything anyway. Yeah, your um your voice has gone really fucked up and robotic in so, my so my did, ear holes. So, so do you did, mind if I call you back? I mean, I would love. Are you gonna like? We have to decide who talks throughout this bit. Now, um, to, you keep talking. Okay, I will keep talking. <laughs> See you later, Andy. So, I am now going to talk, and I'm um, looking over these. Um, this sheet of uh, of sketches and it and it seems like we have at least five on there these sketch ideas so we could go to three words from a listener yeah that sounds great you're still robotic but i'm going to push through yeah you're still a tiny little bit robotic but i mean you know this is what happens when you're on tour in the into these country towns you know mm, um, i mean although it yeah, could be and you when and, i'm using somebody else's headphones for the first time sure but i guess if i'm hearing it then it's probably not the headphones as well um, I'm hearing you distort a tiny bit. But also Brunswick sometimes does have these little patches of holes where there's not good network as well, which is a stupid. That's where you are. I'm in Hamilton, Victoria. Ah, Hamilton. Mm. I'm going to all the – like, I mean, I, I guess when I think of Hamilton, I think of um, I think of New Zealand. But uh, mm. And then I'm going to Portland tomorrow. When I hear Hamilton, oh, I no. think of that um, that musical – we see all oh, the, the we inf- will rock you the infotainment one. Mm. Once upon a time in nineteen eighty four, there's a guy <laughs> there who didn't like doors. Oh, he blew that one off the hinges, and everybody around him, their faces, they cringes. <laughs> yeah, that's um, it. It sounds like a play where somebody would be called Nathaniel. I don't know if I if I'm you know speaking out of sorts <laughs> there, but if you for some reason Hamilton sounds like there's going to be at least one character in there called Nathaniel. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean that's such a savage burn. <laughs> I can't uh, see Lin Manuel coming back from that. No, absolutely. Oh, he'll be biting both sides of his lip for that on that one. Um, you probably don't have a clue what I'm talking about with that. Um, do you know about that Lin Manuel look? No, where no. he like he he like sort of bites down on half of his lip, and so the other one's kind of the other half is kind of sticking out. It's sort of no. it's, it's known as this Lin Manuel look. Anyway, any, is it a bit sexy? Is it a bit sexy? Is it supposed to be sexy? I don't know if it's supposed to be sexy, but he does it in photographs. I mean, you know, we never know what emotion you're trying to get from people. Mm. Uh, exactly. But, um, yeah. 
Uh, I think it's great that people are still coming up with new things to do with their faces and new expressions. You know, like like the sparrow face and the duck face and that kind of thing. I think it's exciting when there's a new thing. Is there a sparrow face? Yeah, for a while there was a sparrow face, which was sort of a bit duck facey, but more like thin, more look, um, yeah, more emaciated kind of, more in, yeah, more in, more, more pouty, if possible. I think more pouty. Yeah, right. or not, maybe not pouty, but like a oh, yeah. more like a bum face like kind a, of thing. Like a, like a ca- I was like maybe like a cat's anus kind of thing. Yeah, that kind of thing. I think. Yeah, I think. Um. Yeah. I can anyway, see words from a listener. Yeah, I don't know and, if you know this, Andy, but we have listeners, and sometimes those listeners can send in um, words if they if they give us three dollars a month, and um, then we read out those words. Or Andy, you try and guess them, and then um, yeah. I'll tell you if you're correct. And I think that these are probably the first set of words that we've ever had from this listener, and I believe this listener has been a listener for a long time and uh, recently joined up with the Patreon. And uh, it's Adrian Lewis. Adrian. Adrian Lewis, Lewis who, who has definitely interacted with us on, on Twitter a bunch Welcome. over the years. So, Adrian Lewis, Welcome. thank you so much. Thank you so much. <sighs> Welcome. Uh, now, would you like to guess what Adrian Lewis's words are, Andy? Yeah, first word is nasturtium. Ooh, you definitely got some of the right letters in there. But it yes. starts with a vowel instead, and it's animatronic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a great first word. Okay, yeah. animatronic uh, is the second word. Noodle. Oh, very close, Andy. It's lasagna. <laughs> wow! Oh my God! <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. I can't. Yeah, you're going to count that as a win. <laughs> sure, sure. Anatro- animatronic lasagna crab. Animatronic lasagna crab. No, Andy. No, 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 no. Although there's a word in there, in, the, in there's a bit of the word that sound that is a little bit like pincer. Okay. It's dispenser. Animatronic lasagna dispenser. You know what? The first thing I picture What's that? is this. It's this machine. Mm-hmm. It's a really quite you know. It's quite a normal, maybe slightly a humanoid machine. machine in that it has arms. So it's a right, normal and maybe machine. Some little faces, and what it is is it's like a it's a it's a it's like a vending machine, and you know as you might guess from the words, it dispenses lasagna. Okay, right? and the only thing that you know is maybe a little bit comical. These are really good lasagnas, by the way. These are fantastic lasagnas. Which bit of the of the of the robot does it come out of? It's animatronic and out of the in the middle of the chest. And okay, now, when you say animatronic, that opens. are you saying this? And it's a humanoid one. So you're saying that humans are animals in this? Uh, yeah, that's right. That's, yeah. A, that's my central premise. Okay, right? sorry. Which bit and does it? Only... Which bit does the lasagna come out of? <laughs> Just a, a a little door slides open in the middle of its chest, right? Okay, and that's so at the top and of the, the chest. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, sort of the middle. Middle, middle of, of the, the chest. chest. Okay, so like where the where uh, yeah. the sternum would be. Alistair, you're exactly right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, okay. Uh, it's good to paint this picture for the for the listeners. And what um, what then happens? Uh, the, the only thing that's sort of a bit unusual, or what you might say, is a little bit comical about this whole yeah. scenario, yeah. is that the the, <laughs> the robot before it dispenses the lasagna, it closes its eyes and makes a really loud and quite painful sounding straining noise. Right. Yeah. 
but that's just the that's just the sound of it sort of extracting sort of the atoms out of the air and and reforming <laughs> them into lasagna like essentially yeah, fusing yeah. them together to make lasagna totally totally but and you know it's a it's it's a great lasagna it's the best lasagna you'll ever 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 taste but you can't shake the idea that this lasagna has been shitted out shitted out of its chest yeah yeah no that's good i mean i like that i I I think it's funny that the designers would build that into the machine that that thing well sometimes it's you know sometimes it's all you can do without having to like have a robot that you have to constantly be refilling with ingredients you Mm. just need something that can like you know pull atoms out of the air like a plant would yeah and and create matter uh yeah a restraining robot lasagna dispenser Mm. Um, you know what occurred to me is that like once we like once we the next step after getting fusion power like nuclear yes. fusion power is yes. that we will get nuclear fusion power that can create the kinds of atoms that we want yeah it's very interesting I mean that feels like a much 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 like exponentially more complicated challenge oh of course than uh, doing it, but I mean, it's an exciting um, prospect because, like, you but- know, once you're doing that, you just have basically unlimited free energy, and then you've just got to find a way to condense that energy into the types of matter that you want. Yeah, and not have any of it be insanely <laughs> radioactive. Which, yeah, uh, if you didn't get it exactly right, I'm sure it would be. Oh, because that's um, right. Because you can still have like uh, radioactive, like hydrogen and stuff like that, right? Because you yeah, get oh, yeah, do, 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 uh, deuterium. Is that what it deuterium. is? Deuterium. Deuterium. And and did you know that? Wa- do you know what water made with deuterium uh, atoms instead of hydrogen is called? Uh, heavy water, Alistair. It's called yeah. heavy water. It's heavy water, and I think something that's different about it is that when it freezes, it doesn't become lighter than water oh, it doesn't the, expand it doesn't like expand in the same way and so it falls down right and you know that right. why that would be bad if um if water did that because that every time it froze every time there was a cold day the ice would sink to the bottom of the ocean would kill all the life forms all the life that forms Andy. on the sea floor or the the bottom of the lake yeah. Etc. But as it is, the frozen ice on the surface of the lake actually has an insulating effect, keeping the life forms the underwater. Allowing yeah. us to all Keep thrive them. under there. Isn't this great? I love this idea of a show. It's an inf- informative podcast where it's just two people telling each other things they already know, <laughs> talking over the top of each other. Yeah, no, but basically you know, competing to finish the sentence. But 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 what what did what did the, the the world I'm trying to paint is that mm. um, all of us could now because of this live under the ice with Wim Hof. You know, we could a Wim Hof like like Wim Hof's Wim Atlantis. Hof. I think like this is where Wim Hof <laughs> is going, right? Because not a lot He's of lead us all into the sea and start a new a well, new civilization into down the there. Arctic Sea. You know, that's where mm, under sure. you know under the water of the Arctic Sea. I know that's Russia where we'll is put be a, safe. <laughs> 
under the Arctic Sea, under the Arctic Sea. You know, and instead of like a little kind of tropical crab, it's one of those like, you know, big deep sea Arctic crabs. Like they, they pick mm. in the world's greatest catch or whatever in the that uh, um, mm. Canadian re- reality show. It's those big giant lobstery things, you know? Yeah. And yeah, uh, another one. Yeah. So he won't speak with a Jamaican accent, but kind of maybe a Canadian or Alaskan accent. Mm, yeah, I mean to yeah to keep the um, cultural appropriation element maybe an Inuit. Yeah, that's great. We could do that too. Do you? Oh yeah, and I, I guess there are Inuit accents and stuff like that. I forgot about that. Um, I do like. I mean, I don't know whether I've only heard the the stereotypical um, Native American accent or whether that you know, mm. but I really like it. It's one of my favorite accents. Oh, I absolutely love it. Andy, yeah, you're absolutely right. Are you a disappointed? Earlier, when you were talking about Pokemon, I was I was thinking about Inuits, uh, Poke, Pocahontas, and Pocahontas uh, maybe if we could make some sort of Pokemon version of Pocahontas called Pocahon. That's all I've got so far. But yeah, I'll keep working so on it. No, it's... I reckon it's going to be really good. Yeah, and really and so, tasteful. So... Whatever it is, <laughs> whatever it is, it's going to be. So, it's amazing. You wouldn't think it, but it's going to actually going to really bring people together. <laughs> That's the way in which they all agree that it's 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 amazing how okay it is. You know, it's actually in their in their ability to take this thing down and you down. It's actually brought <laughs> no, 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 people no, who love Pokemon, no, people who have no, respect for no. First Nations people. It's um, actually going to be universally beloved. Yeah, and okay. The right. fact that it's it's threaded such a difficult de- needle is going to be it's going to be just another you know another way a reason for people to think it's it's even better. Okay, well, that's great. The most offensive yeah. thing has brought everybody together in it's how much offensive. they love it. Oh, it's that's not offensive. I'm saying. Okay, it's sorry. not offensive. That's what's so good about it. Yeah, yeah. I love that. It's so good. Yeah. I can't wait for you to make it. Could you read uh, read a segment from it on the next episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll write something. Okay, great. And I'll, just out of I'll, curiosity, I'll before we wrap up the show, pages. before I read yeah. out the list of sketches, um, is it P O K E? Hontas? Uh, I think it was Pokehon. Oh, Pokehon. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I guess I think you. I think you're right. I think it does need to be P O K E H O N, and the H O N is in the font of um, Mon in Pokemon, and then Tas is just, I guess, in like plain Helvetica font, like it's just been added on. Okay. <laughs> Well, if the if the font, the graphic design of this is any guide to go through, I think the the, the rest of it is going to be fantastic. So I look forward to that reading in episode three three seven. Is this this is three three six? Is it not? Uh, I thought this was three three seven. But okay. um, well, you could be right. I apologize. Um, all right, let's take you through the sketch ideas. We got the podcast listeners, Mike for laughing along and commenting and then you can oh, upload God, your own that's pop- a strong start that it's everybody's going to feel great about yeah evolution of doorman pokemon <laughs> you know from the person who stands in the yeah. incidentally stands in the in the doorway to to the door to the bouncer to the doorman uh, then we got scream yeah. chat which is the heavy metal of podcasts mm. um 
All these are very strong, Eddie. Uh, we got made oh, up wow. stories. Any, any episode where we come up with podcast-based ideas, you can tell <laughs> we're feeling extremely creative. Oh, well, hang on, Eddie. What about this? We came up with a new type of fiction called made-up stories, where fiction where you constantly <laughs> tell the audience it isn't real. Dogville, but in a podcast. And uh, then we've got tooth um, I mean, I come up with a new kind of podcast. It's a podcast where you're constantly reminded that you're listening to a podcast because the people doing the podcast only are able to come up with ideas for podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> we got tooth sharpening. It's just a new thing. Mm. It's a sketch. <laughs> then we have having strips from is you. Is this the worst episode we've done? I think, done Andy, we're up there. This is in up there. a long time. It's, this could be one of like the worst in, episodes. In a like fucking it's great to probably in the last hundred yeah this could be the one of the worst um this is i having i didn't even write the word right word having orgasms stripped from you due to doping yeah i mean at least there's something funny about that yeah and i then, mean it's and then there's also just uh, the national scoreboard for orgasms you know which i think is great be cool because then you could put you know you have to put <laughs> medical devices inside of everybody to track how many orgasms they have um, uh, i think you could have it as an honesty system no 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 i think that the government needs to be in our bodies but then also then they'd All be right. tracking like how often you're it's like they're like there was nobody near you and you were <laughs> orgasming a lot that day um i mean uh, we talk a lot about on the pod about like universal basic income yeah sorts of ideas but I mean, a universal basic pleasure kind of thing where everyone is entitled to a certain amount of orgasms uh, uh, a year and um, you are able to get them um, delivered, you know, by, I I guess, quite a a sort of a a boring-looking government official who shows up at your house and gives you one, you know, unit of sexual pleasure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. um, I think that that's cool. You could also do it through the sig- through the signal in the device, maybe like it can just like release the oh, signal wow. that tells your body to just go oh, like that, and you could save up a year's worth, you know, yeah. for, for like New Year's Eve. <laughs> I'm gonna have a big one like that, and you just have like have a real blowout. You just have like you have 64 orgasms at once. Mm. I'm I'm having my whole year Man. like that, and then imagine that you just be like, oh, I'm turning inside out. <laughs> You're binging. Yeah. I'm absolutely mm. splitting open. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it would be too intense if you had three orgasms at the same time. I reckon that would be getting close to like, this is starting to hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it suck. But how good is that? Like, I mean, there must just be something in, in the muscle gene that makes some muscle contractions feel good, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. you could just turn that gene on and everything. So they then picking up a cup would just be like, "Fuck!" I think you might have got the um, got it all ass about, Alistair. I don't know if it's the contracting of the muscle that feels good. No, I think it's the feeling good that causes the contracting of the muscle. I'm not sure. I just assume that's got something to do with the muscles moving. Well, let's we'll get to the bottom of that on our next episode of Cup Come Chat. Uh, Alistair and Andy try to understand, uh, try to try to orgasm, <laughs> try to reach orgasm, and that's us reaching the understanding of how an orgasm works. Well, that's the ultimate bliss, isn't it? Yes. If we really cracked that code, 
All right, Alistair. Oh, uh, it would be great if you and me, it's a podcast where you and me try to figure out a way of making the other person orgasm without any sex, any nothing oh, sexual or exciting. touching each other. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. It's good. As long as there's still consent involved, I think that's very Andy, exciting. And we would have to do it. We have to be able to do it from our own houses to the other yeah. person without touching okay. them. And so either wow. through audio or through electrical means. And and is this platonic? Does this remain a sort of a... Andy, well... <laughs> yes, I'm saying, is this gay in some way? Well, I mean, Andy, I think <laughs> the only thing that it would have to be, we, we would have to test... I mean, I don't see yeah. how it could. It would. It, does it? Does it? Change? I just want to know: Is this going to change our relationship? I don't think so. I think. Oh, <laughs> I that's mean, great. I mean, I mean, look, it could, Andy. We don't know. We don't know if the orgasm. <laughs> but I think <laughs> we don't know what what it does to the brain. I mean, it could end up ruining everything. <laughs> I but think, I think I think, I think the, the, every choice is going to be really hard. It's hard enough to justify the time away from my family to record this podcast. It's going to be even harder well, when I have to tell Carly, "I'm sorry, my love." I have to go and uh, <laughs> try and make Alistair come for yeah. an hour. <laughs> but but, but um, I think you would get the consent beforehand from your partner, right? But we're saying there's no mm. sex stuff involved, right? Yeah, I, I, I understand, but I still think it's going to be difficult to justify. Well. Or I'm going to have to explain it in some way. I'm going to have to... I'll, look, I'll have a word with her. I'll see. I'll see what she says. <laughs> Look, love, it probably won't work. We don't even know if it's possible. You don't need to worry about it. Yeah, and but I mean, also the fact that you were worried that it was going to be gay so that was it was a very strange instinct. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> like, does it make you? You're act- right. Does it make you attracted to men or something like that? It's like that's I don't think that has anything to do with that. It's it's just it's just it's just sex, Andy. No, it's just orgasms. No, I, it's even but less. It's than not sex. sex. It's not sex. It's just orgasms. It's just trying to find another way. You know, it's like trying to find a um uh, an ex- exploit in the system. Exactly. It's like trying can... to find a backdoor um exactly. entry point yes. in order to, mm-hmm. to 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 you know cracking uh, a piece mm-hmm. of software. Yeah. Um, so anyway, know, I'm, I'm glad. Really excited I'm for glad this. I think that we've created this tension between us. Um, <laughs> no. I, 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 uh, I'm feeling some regret that I didn't express myself well when it's I okay, asked. It's okay, Is this gay? I'll, question? I'll, I'll make it more tense by saying, look, even if it does ruin our relationship, uh, I think I think it'll be great for our next podcast which is attempting to fix this relationship. And imagine how difficult it will be to justify to your partner all this time away, <laughs> hanging out, doing a podcast with somebody you don't even like anymore. <laughs> we could be those enemies from Australian podcasting you were talking about. Ah, uh, yes. Well, I we still haven't told you if, it's, if it could be us already. Anyway, we got to wrap up this podcast. Thank you very much. We like that you listen to our podcast. Yeah. You're really cool and we love it. Um, please don't forget to listen to Alistair and Andy Reach Orgasm. Um, mm-hmm. The new podcast that and will be coming out soon after we've had permission <laughs> from our wives. 
Um, and and also the uh, oh, buy my book, uh, Gustav yeah. and Henry, Gustav with Peter Henry. Thomas. Please do. Um, you can get it from Big W. You can get it from Little W. Big w. You can get it. Yeah, sure. Get it from <laughs> get it from all the letters that are big and small. You can get it from George W. Bush. George W. George Big W. Mm. Bush. Mm. Yeah. All right. And um. Yeah. And we. Love, love you. You. Bye. Toodles. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.